Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. Borders presents podcast to podcast. Yes, yes. Life is funny, is it not, ladies and gentlemen? You follow the letters of the law, you try to get home safe every day because we all know it's a jungle out there. And in the span of six months, we've had viruses. Then we've had people going down for, let's see how careful I can say this, for messing with kids. And now a black man dies and the whole world goes to hell in a handbasket. So for all the aliens that will find this recording in the next 250 years, this is what happened in 2020. So Star Trek and them can figure out based on this, how the earth was. Don't believe what you read. So yes, this is Kid Gravity, you know, the one that thinks differently from you and you don't like that. And you know what else you ain't going to like? You're going to not like my guest today. Because my guest, Yusef Glenn, is on along that same path. Because he speaks in a way that might not cater to everybody. Because everybody knows in this day and age, you have to appease everybody. So let us begin by letting our guests introduce themselves and let the audience know what they're about. Well, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me. I really appreciate you using your platform to get the message out there. And I love the intro (laughs) for the aliens 200 or something years from now. I think that's brilliant because that's literally how history is passed on. So you have to do something to leave your mark. So I can say that I'm appreciative that that's what you're doing. And, um, you know, as you said, my name is Yusef Glenn. I have uh, the host of the Ratchet Today Show which is the platform for smart, angry, and black and decolonizing spirituality as well as ratchet politics. Um, it is uh, actually a launching pad to get people more interested, our people, black people, especially black Americans, but black people all over the diaspora to get us interested in politics and also in becoming a part of the civilian in the word civilization. You see what I'm saying? Civilization is built on and passed on by the civilians 
And somehow as the original humans, we've lost touch with that after our inner encounters with these pale males and females. And a lot of people are in denial about it. A lot of people are stuck over it, don't know what to do, they're afraid. They're debating, uh, debating solutions more than they're debating, you know, what's right and wrong or why their life matters or whatever. And by that, I mean, if your life matters to you, then you will conduct yourself in a certain kind of way. You know, your life matters, so your legacy matters. You know, <laughs> the community matters. And so, you know, I've been doing this for five years, um, getting a lot of backlash, a lot of channels deleted, YouTube jail, Facebook jail, Twitter jail, Instagram jail, everywhere just for saying the truth. So I've been feeling a little bitter, a little bit I told you so, because, you know, it seems like we can all condition ourselves to accept and maneuver in a world that's a white supremacist nation, but we can't seem to understand. That's my weed man outside. My man. He's calling me, but yeah, shit happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just facing the truth, facing reality and shit, you know. Hey. I make sure you make sure you cut your camera off and don't, don't be doing no deals on mm-hmm. you. You get flagged. You got what I sent you? Right. Yeah, don't put that. Yeah, don't put that man on camera. Huh? I said, don't put that man oh. on camera. But anyway, while he's conducting stuff, folk, we here at Beyond Borders, our three favorite words are: you guys do your research is we speak real and. I've been going through a little bit of uh, tumultuous time the last 10 days. Because I got yelled at at home for what I post online. Because I've been going after the white liberals and the cops to a certain extent. And I've also been going after the rioters. Because I think out of all four people involved here, and we'll add the protesters as the number four. The protesters, I get... Go do your thing. I'm all about protesting. Go If you need people to listen to you, fine. Go do that. But if you're going to start breaking stuff, I, I ain't rolling with that. And it seems to be... Well, uh, you know, I would have to disagree there. And mm-hmm. this is what I... Because, see, the thing is, how else do you think change is going to be made? It's like everybody needs to take accountability here and everyone mm-hmm. needs to take swift action. So that includes every group of people that you named. You see what I'm saying? And we're used to always taking accountability if something happens, mm-hmm. even if it's black on black. We tend to get swift punishment. You see what I'm saying? And when it comes down to others, such as these white liberal groups, no one holds them accountable. We make so many excuses for them. They actually rely on that, which is why, again, they're co-opting our movements. Every time mm-hmm. that we have a purpose and a, and, 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 and a march and a cause and a protest, it's always very, very peaceful. And then instead of getting the eyes and the ears and the minds and the wallets and the support of everyone else, we seem to get, you know, undermined and then pushed to the side while others ride on the back. And this is a historical thing throughout it. Even when white people have an issue or they want to protest, even when they have a win and they want to celebrate, they go out there looting and shooting. They go out uh, a year and a half ago. I don't know who it was. Somebody won the Super Bowl. They were out there. It was like a thousand of them. And they egging this dude on, eat it, eat it, eat it, literally eating a pile of horseshit. So all of y'all so smart. Nobody said, hey, wait, don't do that. We can celebrate, but don't do that. 
Also, when it came down to tearing down our neighborhoods, no one said, don't kill, don't murder, don't burn. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to that, I feel like I have to disagree because, again, they're riding on our backs. They're only out there because, first of all, they want to get out of the house because of quarantine. They're tired of being stuck in the house. Second of all, it's entertainment for them. I like to call it crackertainment. They love to see this. Even on Sundays after church, it was a pick a nigga. On the Sunday service, it would say yep. that there is a, you know, a group of niggas, you can pick one and we can hang them after this. And that's right. with the children and everything out there. Mm -hmm. So this is a good old pastime for them. So they're highly crackertained to see black people out here crying and marching for peace that they already know we had. George ain't the first person that died, even when they yep. was out there marching black people. Back. So... And then everybody's like, oh, well, white people are out there with us. It ain't all of them. Yeah, sure ain't. But guess what they're out there doing? They're the ones out there who's looting. They're the ones who's out there throwing the first brick through the window. They're the one who's striking the match. And so that's the only good thing that we can say about it is where we're getting and seeing a little, a little bit of results, it appears to be. Mm -hmm. It's because white people was out there being banshees. Because there wasn't no black people going to do it. Nobody, nobody black was going to throw the first stone to get nobody's um, uh, uh, attention. Nobody black was going to stop being so peaceful and start letting their rage out. Everybody's so afraid of white rage. True. But what about black rage? Well, black rage gets you thrown in jail. Shout out to New York City, who just suspended habeas corpus. So I told y'all last night, black folks, especially black men, y'all watch what y'all do out there. They're going to throw felonies on y'all. But I want to show you this real quick, brother. That's why I turned the camera back on. I want you, I want you to watch My it. Bad. No, no, it's cool. Yeah, it's like, watch what you do, but also pay attention to building. Be focused on building more than you watching what you do. Watch what you do and everything because this is the reality of what it is. But this is also prime materials for building. When things mm -hmm. are being destroyed, you have to be prepared to, to build them up. When you mm -hmm. burn something down, you're supposed to be ready to build it up and take over rising from those ashes exactly all right i'm going to show you this and i want i want your i want i want your commentary on this i'm not even going to put okay, on the this sound will be ratchet reaction. yeah all right so here we go i don't know if you could really see it damn it hold on yeah phone's already fucked up anyway okay i just want you to watch it right, i'll put on the sound well basically she said she's kneeling for what's been going on. Now I want to see if you can peep this. Uh, I'll put it a little closer. I'm going to let it go back to the beginning before I, I turn it off. I think I can put this on. Yeah. Get you a little bit of this. For those who wish to, we will now kneel for our moment of silence. So I put that up, I reposted that. And I and I said they out here mocking us and y'all letting this pass. Exactly. And then I, and then I made a joke. And then I also made a joke. 
And I also made a joke said they're going to scream Wakanda forever right after this. And y'all going to give them a pass on it. Well, they probably will. Because Wakanda is a fictitious land. Don't tell black folk that. So uh, let me tell you two things that come to mind when I first see that. First and foremost, I would have kicked her in her fucking head. Mm-hmm. I would have kicked that bitch over, first of all. Second of all, the knee that they're taking is the same knee that was on George Floyd's neck. And they thought that we didn't peep the shade too when he was killing them, how he had his knee on his neck. The mm-hmm. issue with everybody taking the knee about this degenerate ass nation and what the fucking flag stands for our blood and all of that. Mm-hmm. They ungrateful as fuck. And then I also see cultural appropriation. I see mm-hmm. black teasing and mocking. What black people need to understand, well, what I wish that my people will understand and, and relate to me on this because I don't want their um, togetherness. I don't want their solidarity. It's well beyond that. We at this point have irreconcilable differences. There is a such thing. And we can have that with an entire community. That's true. I mean, I personally feel like mm-hmm. fuck them, kick them. That's why, hey, look, this, this is your opinion. Like I said, this show and the way we do it, our opinions are not for everybody, especially as content creators. We know our opinions are not going to be, it's not going to, it's not going to be for white people. It's not going to be for black people. It, it is what it is. Exactly. You got to take it. You got to take it with great assault. women. I'm not kissing right. nobody's ass. Exactly. You got to, you got to put out your knowledge out there. Who takes it? Who takes it? If you don't take it, hey, it is what it is. And I bring the that up to bring, the, yeah, exactly. And I bring this up because I want to get your opinion on something. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of black conservatives yet catching a lot of flack from both sides, which usually, you know, the white side, at least they give them a pass, but they've been giving them crap too. And I just found out today that Candace Owens just lost her, her um, GoFundMe page because of what she said about George Floyd last week. And if y'all don't know, how dare she write on his name? <laughs> right. I could smell the I could smell the pig dick on her breath when she said something. Yeah. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Lord, what did I walk into? But go ahead. Nah, it's fine. Like I said, if it gets flagged, it gets flagged. I, I, it's fine. It's gonna be but up listen, on. It's gonna be up on the podcast page. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make your platform hot or a target. But Dude, it's what fine. I, what, this is what I'm saying. I don't work with all that political correct shit. When we got into this situation, when we turned into slaves, we was beaten and raped and robbed and colonized. It was not a politically correct situation. Right. And so ain't no way we're going to get out of this by sugar bumping and lover lumps. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's just, no, nah, look, it's fine if... Like I'm I trying said, to watch my mouth. Dude, look, I, I want you to speak as eloquently and passionate as you want. I mean, th- that's why I brought you on. I Look, I brought you on because when we did that panel with, with Tiffy Television and, and, and the Queen and Rose, I, I heard the passion in your voice and I was like, I, I need to talk to this brother. Because I kind of, I heard how you talked and that's like, how I feel like the radical side of me, like if I fully turned radical, that's how I would sound. But I also understand that 
you also got to be strategic and you also got to also be tactical with your moves because yes, I'm working we, on act way, we act way too, as black people, we act way too militant at times. Like, I'm not saying militant is bad, but you're nah. not strategic with your with being militant. You're just running out there. I get that. That's because we're not used to being free enough to speak our real mind and feel our real feelings. That's why smart, angry, and black is so important to me. Because mm-hmm. the first thing they say is, oh, you're angry. Sure the fuck am. I'm livid, bitch. And now, did you hear the facts? Right. Well, you got to remember, too, and I run into this problem, too. When you tell someone the facts, they don't like your delivery. So they just ease out the message. Yeah. And only focus and on you how you said it. Right. And I always have this retort when they say that to me. Well, I had a dad and that's how he spoke to me when I did something wrong. That's how I got the message. Yeah. I just and don't have to right. And if you ever played sports, your coach ain't gonna he ain't gonna talk to you nice. Even when they praise you for doing something, they're aggressive. But, well, you know, that's you what know. we need. We need a black militia. We need a black military. Yeah. So we need black militant minds and black militant voices and black militant spirits on the front lines when it comes down to media and messages, especially mm-hmm. when it comes down to having to have a strong mind to get through that. You have to still um, have a strong um, emotions and stuff because it's like if people don't get frazzled about the situation we're in, then they're not seeing the full picture. Now, right. I get it. Now, I have to learn patience because I'm trying because you do attract more flies with honey. I get it. However, this doesn't deserve this type of energy that we're trying to give it, especially no more. It hasn't served us well. It's time to start doing something new. That's why just the sight of black people and everybody outside, all the bodies, and then the destruction of the public, that was enough to get people's attention. You see what I'm saying? No, I hear you. Better than just out there crying and dancing and twerking and and praying. Mm Mm-hmm. I, well, like I said, I know when I said that I wasn't with the rioting, I know you and I are going to disagree on that. Cause yeah, because it's not us out there rioting. Right, that's it's that's where I have the problem. White people. Right, that's where I had the problem. I mean, I have my reservations about Black Lives Matter and all that, but at least I'll admit Black folk were calling out the white liberal for doing that. But that's where, like I said, I had the problem with the rioting because, like you said, it's not us doing it, it's everybody else doing it. Because once they do it, they get to go home. We are stuck there with the last brick, and, and they're thinking we just destroyed everything. And now we're going to get all that heat for it. And, right I, now, and I also the said that... Shut up. Huh? Like, like Candace and all of that, right now the coons need to shut up. Because, see, the, the only value that they have is to get black people mad. See, they're entertainers to racist white people. White people love to mm. see us upset and confused and mad and and all that, this is entertainment. So the goal is for a lot of these coons and race traders, they like to get the black community upset so mm-hmm. that the white community who is a, is a greater more number of racist white people than there are of conscious black people. So mm-hmm. that's a hell of a show. Right. I mean, I follow, I, I'll admit I do, I do follow her, but when she said the stuff about George Floyd, like, it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I had debates on other pages about that. And I was like, I didn't like the fact that she she made that cop almost, like she gave that cop a little bit of a pass by bringing up his man's... Just his, like a white woman would. Yeah, I, like that, that sat... That's, that didn't sit well with me. 
Like you can't do, you can't make that dude look any. You can't. You can't do that. I mean, he well, could have been Superman. We still would have wanted Superman Nick if he killed a man like that. So it's like you gotta. I get that you're trying to bring out your opinion, but it's just not you. Th- there's certain ways you do that, and like that's why I brought up the, those black conservatives because now they catching heat because they're they're almost they're defending in a way what the cop did, but they're not defending it because they're trying to be like that right wrong thing. And I'm like, that's great, but most people already know about right and wrong. So you can't preach to them about right and wrong. Like I already know white people are gonna be like, yeah, he had a record, good. He he need to get it. And then I see black people saying it. I'm like, okay, fine, he had a record. He ain't had to die like that. So you saying, oh, you know, it's wrong how he died, but but there ain't no but on this situation. Cause then y'all got mad when someone that didn't deserve it, white people said, but. It doesn't make sense. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Well, no, nobody's perfect, and we all have to have take a conscious, concerted effort to mm-hmm. denigratize ourselves. Mm-hmm. See, white people ain't going to unbrainwash us for us. And mm-hmm. so what you see with Kuhn, this onus is a deep-rooted self It's a deep-rooted wanting to be accepted. So, you know, Sometimes we just have to stop and say, well, what did we see in this woman? How did we not see it? And check ourselves and not let that happen again, because you have to be careful who you listen to and who you, oh, yeah, and and the things that make you go, huh, those political conversations, watch who you have that with. Yeah, I mean, and don't get mad, but I tried to get her for an interview, and I was going to ask her about that. I'm, I'm like, have you taken accountability for what you did when you were doxing people as a Democrat? Wow. She's a black Becky, and she can go to hell. The white community can have her ass, and they can take her <coughs> to the fight with them. All right, I feel you on that. Actually, I feel you. Okay, now you brought up something else that I wanted to ask before we conclude this and get ready for our interview later. Our other interview later. I have this thought. I want your opinion on it. Now that we have the voices and we've had the international coverage and things like that. I'm of the mindset, and I've had this mindset for about three, four years. I think it's time for us to separate. If we're going to rebuild the black community and really take power in this world, I don't think everyone can come with us. I think we need the militants, and I think we need the strategic black black folks and black voices. I think they need to say, you know what? If you want to come on this journey, you got to, like you said, denigerize yourself. If you don't want to do that, you want to stay where you at, then that's cool. You know, we'll still love you, but you can't come on this journey with us. Because I think, because honestly, you see all these other races, they don't really associate with their trash like that. And I don't want to use that word, but. You don't see the poor white folk and the rich white folk getting together unless there's something that they both need to do to preserve themselves. We see the Japanese, they understand the the Yakuza are in their neighborhoods and they understand that they serve a purpose, but the whole of their majority do not associate with them. Same thing with the the Hispanic. Mm -hmm. They know they're around. They know they're in the community. 
but by and large, they're not going to associate with them like that. So, and I think that's one of our major problems. We, we continually associate ourselves with all these celebrities who honestly, like if you ain't, if you don't got a master's or a bachelor or, or, or PhD in sociology or politics, I really don't want to hear you. I, you can have your opinion, but for you to be influencing millions of people, it, it just sends a bad message because. Well, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet. It's a double-edged sword because sometimes the people can't afford to get through that, that educational system, but that mm-hmm. doesn't discredit what they can learn on their own. So that's mm-hmm. the thing too, but see, this literally is what I was about to answer you with, because we have to start trusting each other and start listening to each other more and start accepting reality for what it is, because all that, what you were saying, oh, we need to separate. Other races don't do that. We need to do this. We need the scholars on the front lines. We literally have been saying this to we're blue in the face already. No one has been listening to us. Mm-hmm. This is not some new concept pulled out of someone's asshole. This is what we've been literally assessing as solutions. The black community has a tendency to want to debate solutions because they just feel, at the end of the day, we don't want racism to end. Well, I'm not going to say that. We don't want liberation. We don't want our own. We want to be accepted and included in something that is not designed for us. So we have to get out of that. Stop babying each other and start just canceling motherfuckers when necessary. And being what they're real doing now, which, which is we have to make sacrifices mm-hmm. and we have to appreciate the people in the community who are making those sacrifices, people who do have a voice and who try to use it. You know what I'm saying? Support those movements and those people and those voices and those um, views as if they were a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. Support them as if they were a white person kneeling down. See, look, it's not all of them. Look at this one. Fuck all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I I I am I think that that if we started doing that, I think a lot of things would be a lot clearer. Cuz I don't A lot of things would be what? A lot of things would be clearer. If we yeah. started if we started saying, you know what? Snoop, we love you and your music, but you can't talk for us. Exactly. And we have been. And that's Mm -hmm. why we see the change that we see. What we see right now on the streets is the next generation who's not going to take it because they have actually been absorbing these messages. Thank God for social media, because Mm -hmm. voices that are never listened to was able to get out there now. So now the youth and the under us and all of that and the generation before have been listening to the truth now and hearing it for what it is. So now they see right from wrong. Now they have bravery and courage. And now they're out there like, fuck this. Mm hmm. This is a spontaneous revolution. It wasn't even planned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you gave me some things to think about, which is why exactly why I wanted you on the show. Well, thank you. No, I like no thank you. About this. I keep that same energy. You know how when it's two rappers beefing, mm-hmm. they ready to meet up, dropping addresses and all of that, and they ready to fuck you up, right? Well... Wait, you don't want to so wait, wait, you don't want to go high night seven and shoot me in the lobby? No, not literally, but you know, they all <laughs> no, I so bet figuratively, but yeah, I was just they so smart. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to real issues in the world, everybody wanna be on putting on the kitten gloves and and censoring themselves and not saying what they really need to say and expressing themselves honestly. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's why, you know, I take pride in this. 
because at the end of the day, if you literally sit down and really assess the situation that we're in and really consider your options to get out of the situation and literally see how long it's been going on and how deep and degenerate it goes, the only logical emotion is rage. So when you see a mad black person that's making sense, oh, that's church. Yeah. Yeah, I heard I heard an example today. Dude was like, they're not, you notice when you see, see white people debate, they're not going to put their trashiest white people on on film. But with us, you'll have the rappers and sports figures, especially a lot of them have never been in a struggle like that, like on the front lines consistently. They're getting the platforms, but then Jim Brown then seen the civil rights movement from start to finish, and he just because he's conservative, y'all don't want to listen to him. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's like you're t- you're uplifting the wrong people, and you're putting them out in the front street. That's why they're easily debunked. As soon as something happens, they're sitting there apologizing, like Trina did this week. Yeah. Like she apologized for what she said. I'm like, why are you apologizing? These people are separated from the black experience and the black community, mm-hmm. the community, common unity. They're separated from that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, the most, the average black American, unfortunately, their dream is to be accepted and included by whiteness. So the moment you feel like you're surrounded by that, you're becoming successful off of that, it's usually on the backs of your people. And a lot of people are conscious of that. And I used to think they didn't know, but now I see that they are. After doing this for five years and receiving the backlash and seeing people strategically trying to get us mad and then apologize and all of that, and then their numbers go up and all of that, and then it's black people don't even be buying my music. And, and oh, I want me a, a red bone. I want me a white girl and all of that dumb shit. These niggas don't need to need our support because they're not for us. I hear you. Have sense enough to tell them to shut the fuck up. Just like how what we doing now, I'm proud of us because we out there and marching and all this and we see all the white people out there, but we also see them out there starting shit mm-hmm. and trying to throw us under the bus. So I'm glad and proud to see a lot of black people saying, uh-uh, that ain't black people doing that. Nope. Mm-hmm. White dude dropped off a pile of the bricks. Uh-uh, that white woman just typed die whitey and Black Lives Matter on the wall. That ain't us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, he set that fire. Timothy O'Donnell burnt down the Chicago police precinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that. And that is because of people like this, like myself, and a lot of others that I cannot even name all. Because we don't even, we also don't get the type of, of appreciation and support from the community that we need. It is up to the community to support who they are. How do you think the KKK was formed? How do you think they turned into the slave patrol? How do you think they turned into the police department and the sheriffs and all of that? How do you think mm-hmm. they get all the costumes to run the world and run all the different power structures? Because collectively they agreed and they have that common unity. Mm-hmm. They come together, they bond over how much they hate our ass. Yep. It's built the whole nation. Look how far it got them. Mm-hmm. And when and when the KKK went broke, what did they do? They went in the police force. Exactly. And they used that so, money and funded their shit. It is what it is. So we got to go into another panel, right? We gonna finish this. We got. Um. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta. Cause I wanted to have a panel with everybody else who who can make it, and I wanted to talk about you know, the cop that they killed up in St. Louis and. Uh, 
the protests and the habeas corpus. I want to go back into that and the um the fact that Minnesota is talking about getting rid of the police for community policing. And I, I to me, and I'll just give y'all a little quick thing on that. That's going to be a disaster because there's. I'm going to explain why, but I'm not going to do it here. But maybe Yusef will agree with me or disagree, which is fine. I I, I like dissenting opinions and. Well, we're not supposed to agree. If me and you sit here and agree the whole time, how are yeah. we getting new minds? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'd rather he disagree, but again, we'll see how he feels when I bring that up. But again, like I said, thank you so much for this because this is this is what we need. We need strong-minded black men and women out there and online saying what they need to say. Damn what, damn who follows it or not. So before we go, you can just promote yourself one more again. Thank you. Well, yeah, we need to take control of the narrative. And so that's why you need to support Black voices. Support people who love you with a passion to the point where they would do things they wouldn't normally do. Support people who, who is going fucking blue in the face trying to get you to realize that you have the power to do something yourself. And if you can do something, then he can do something, then he can do something, and she can do something. And together we can come together with something. So again, mm -hmm. thank you again. You guys can follow me all over social media, but especially on YouTube at Ratchet Today Show. <laughs> Support the program and also hashtag Smart Angry Black. Thank you. Smart Angry Black. That's like, that's like, that's like Thanos. <laughs> smart and angry. Yep. But yes, folks. Smart, angry, and black. Yes, folks. That's what you make me. Mm hmm. All right, folks, we gonna go and get ready for this other panel, and hopefully you'll join us. If not, hey, I'm sure CNN will tell you what to think next. Oops, shots. All right, let me go before they, before they flag this. All right, y'all take care and stay safe. All right. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.